Chimera by Phil Gong. Read by Dan Snellgrove. Chapter 8 The Moppin Drover. Kip awakened with a start. He leapt up and pawed at his clothes. Scanning his surroundings, he found no sign of either toe biters or ankle snatchers. Or Atticus. Kip noted the snake's absence without surprise. He wondered how long it would be before Madame Chartreuse came to collect him. Kip had no intention of being here when she arrived. The cave to which the ankle snatchers had brought him was small, lit by a single toadstool-like lamp growing out of one wall. The cave walls were slashed and ragged. Springs stuck out of the mattresses in mangled twists. The floor was covered very thickly with what looked like grit, colourless woollen fibres poking from it like tufts of dead grass. Scattered across the deep deposit of shingle was a series of peculiar-looking pods. Some were small, the size of baking potatoes. Others were very much bigger, lying like boulders amongst the silt. Kneeling beside one of the pods, Kip saw its corrugated surface was papery-looking. It was waxy to the touch. He was about to investigate further, when movement at the back of the cave startled him. Who's there? Ah, you're awake, said Atticus, slithering towards him. Kip stood up. Where have you been? I've been looking for anything that might help us get out of here. Why didn't you wake me? Ah, you were exhausted, Kip. You've done nothing but run from things since you got here. I wanted you to rest. I've already tried getting out the way we came in, but we've been sealed in tight. Kip had heard enough. When's she coming for me? I know you're a moppet drover, Atticus. Madame Chartreuse told me everything. After you left me. Left you? I was looking for the entrance to the bedrock catacombs. You vanished. Because I found the entrance by falling down it. I didn't see it because of the miasma. Anyway, I left you. You ran away from me, remember? Don't change the subject. Madame Chartreuse told me what you'd do for her. Go on, deny it. Atticus turned from him. I can't. It's true. I was a Muppet drover. I did all those things, and worse, but not anymore. I haven't worked for her in years. Madame Chartreuse says differently. Ah, Because she mistakes my intentions towards the children who arrive here, as the children themselves do. I'm a talking snake, Kip. Children run away from me. I'm trying to help them. But they always run. You run from me. Madame Chartreuse just thinks I'm doing my job. But why work for her in the first place? 
It's complicated, Kip. Kip folded his arms. It's not like we're going anywhere. Hmm. From the moment something is lost from the elsewhere world, it starts to undergo a transformation, said Atticus. It discovers its pramble, the ability to move if it can't already do so. After the pramble comes the glottal, the ability to talk. Should an object remain in Chimera, it starts to simulopate. Uh, simulopate? I told you it was complicated. Simulopation marks the transformation of lost property from object to half-fact. A half-fact is neither object, animal, mineral nor vegetable, but something in between. Simulopation marks the beginning of the end for an object's hope of belonging once again to the elsewhere world. Saint Anthony can send a half-fact back if its elsewhere light persists, but most soon return. Ah, perhaps you've heard stories of painted portraits whose eyes follow their owners around the room. Or stories of haunted houses where objects move by themselves. You've heard tales of statues that weep real tears or of children whose favorite toy spooks them the moment the light is off. Not ghosts, Kip. Not monsters. Half facts. They mean no harm, most of them. But half facts have too much life. With the tip of its tail, Atticus pointed at the pods surrounding them. They represent the final stage. Inside, lost properties are undergoing their ultimate transformation. From half fact to metamorph. Kip, who was struggling to take everything in, said, I still don't understand why you did what you did for her. Atticus sighed. Not long after my final transformation, I encountered a boy lost in a labyrinth. This was many years ago. He had a label around his neck and a gas mask in a box. He'd been sent away from his family for his own protection. Only no one came to collect him from the railway station. They were supposed to, but no one did. I offered to take him to see St. Anthony. I assured him I meant no harm. But the more I talked, the more he screamed. He ran from me, and Madame Chartreuse was waiting. He ran right into her arms. Madame Chartreuse thanked me, praised me. She offered me a job. I was to seek out lost children, keep them safe from the dangers of Chimera, from its hazards, but hurt them into her clutches, scare them, cajole them, befriend them, whatever it took. 
It was a purpose, Kip. I was useful again. I was useful again. And I liked it. Thank you.